Boston Square Circle 101. You got your man, the Tartarian Stallion. Sunny Ill up in here, Mr. Pinky Ring. Now with me, they say in his beard, not a chin, but another fist. My man, the Black Chuck Norris. My man, Shooter. How you doing today, brother? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. I was more Bruce Lee fan, but uh, Chuck uh, Norris still gets it done. It's more like Jimmy Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. Now, here you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101, or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101, or on Gmail at Squared Circle 101, or talk a little smack on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Or the Bruce Lee Roy. I like being Bruce Lee Roy. I, like, I want the glow. I want the glow. So, uh, don't forget to download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iTunes. And give a shout out to RCF.com. I am RCF. 14 day trial. We got the Cecilia Twins. Try it out. Happy belated birthday to you too, by the way. I know. Make sure you go check it out. Tell them that Sonny sent you. Or my man Shooter sent you. You get 14 days. Tell them that. Who's, who sent you? I'm the only one in there, homeboy. I don't have to be there. That's how good my name and reputation is. You just say my name. Just and proceeds. You, and you in. And you in like that. And for those who didn't know, I'm not doing the show alone. For, by the way. Yeah, so one, I wanted to apologize for everybody who cut short. It was at the end of Jimmy the show. Jimmy Walker, Texas Ranger. I, I had to walk off. My co-host, Sonny Ill, it spit really pissed me knowledge. off. No, he wasn't. He didn't spit any true knowledge, man. You just... You just irritated me really bad, man. Uh, but shout out to everybody who called in just to see, <laughs> just to okay. make sure that the, the show wasn't done, wasn't over, man. So I no, ain't that, was, I ain't a quitter. He like was that. talking after the show. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I was talking. He was listening. Make sure you hit him up imrcf.com forward slash contact and do the fourteen day trial. See what you got. You want to be better? Be better with the best. Three years running at King Five and Evening Magazine. Now let's see if the keys to victory. How are we gonna win, baby? Man, it was great. Actually, um, ran upon this. I actually had this for a while, but it just seems like it's the perfect weekend, especially the next two weekends that we have coming up. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it's gonna speak for itself. Your best teacher is your last mistake. Mm. You know, a lot of people. I'm, I finally reached an age where I can finally learn from other people's mistakes, but the only reason why I'm alive to see 33 now is because I had to learn from my own. So, hey, you know. The best teacher last mistake was the stripper I used to live with. Uh, and what? And how was that? A, how was that your best mistake? How was that your? <laughs> what did you learn from that? I can't show you. It'd be weird. Did you say you can't, you can't show me. You can't even tell me. Not not meant for on air. Not meant for boxing anyway. That kind not. Not that kind of boxing. I might hit it with a left and hit it with a right and knock it out like fight night, but that's not what we're talking about today. All right, man. Well, let's go like to it, one. man. We got, like a, we a, got a great weekend ahead of it. Uh, Super Fly is the name of this weekend. Super Fly, baby. Super Fly. Kind of like a Curtis Mayfield tribute, man. One of my uh, favorite artists well, of Missy all time. Missy Elliott, shout out. One of the two. That's Super Duper Fly. Not to be confused with Super ah, Fly. Duper. Yeah, Duper. you got to add that, Duper. man. Hey, don't that ever di Duper. don't hey, don't respect don't disrespect a VA legend, baby. <laughs> One of the illest, bro. Exactly. Mad love for Missy yeah. Trust me on that one. So people still talk about May Mac. Yeah, actually, man. People there's still a still talking about it. So I actually um, saw a couple of things that did uh, actually, they did. Did it break the record? Yeah, it broke the record. Mm -hmm. So he, Mayweather just seems to just keep topping himself, whether it's De La Hoya, whether it's Canelo, whether it's Pacquiao, and now mm -hmm. McGregor. Now McGregor. So the, this guy's a genius, man. So is, I I uh I was reading that they did fifty five point four million at the gate, at the gate before before anybody came out of the dressing room 
here's fifty five million on top. Mayweather cleared three fifty million. That's the highest at the gate ever for Mayweather. I guarantee it because besides the Pacquiao fight, majority of his fights you can't give his tickets away. You can't give them away. Like you have to if you show up to the fight on fight night. I think maybe Canelo, Manny Pacquiao were the only two. But like the Robert Guerrero, you could have showed up at the door, bro. You got in for free because they can't fill the stands. Well, yeah. <coughs> Hold on just a second. I actually had a conversation with that with a few people. Is uh, Mayweather is not – he doesn't have the fan base to yeah. sustain a fight himself. And no. I don't know if I said this on um, I give props show. on the fight card, though. Not a bad fight card at all. Well, name-wise, the no, actual I mean, fights the – the, the Badu Jack – and the, the Nathan fight? Cleverly fight was the yeah. best fight on that card. Uh, we both, yeah, we both agreed Javante that Javante Davis, Davis was disappointing. And then, uh, the Cookie Monster. Yeah, but um, the Cookie Monster, I mean. Mayweather, Mayweather is great at exposing or generating money from other people's fan base. Mm-hmm. You got MMA people's fan base on this one. You have the Mexican fan base when you talk about Canelo. And then yep. you also have... Um, the other Mexican fan base when it's talk about Golden Boy De La Hoya and stuff yep. like that, and uh, you got the Filipino fan base when it's talk about Pacquiao. So it was just not going because you saw how quickly the numbers dropped off for Andre Berto. Uh, he did make money off the Sugar Shane, you mm-hmm. know, because it, but that's you know his name alone. Twenty four seven sold that one though. Yeah, that was good. Twenty four seven. So it uh they 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 did a great job, man. So it's he's a businessman, and he did exactly. What we thought he was going to do. I'm still disappointed that you think it was Conor McGregor that dictated how Mayweather fought instead of the other way around. I don't know why you should be disappointed. Well, you got sudden when you walked off. You didn't didn't learn your lesson the first time, boy? (laughs) (sighs) You know what, man? Wise man told me not to argue with fools. And then. I'll I'll give you this one, man. I, I believe that McGregor made him fight. But at the same time, Mayweather is smart enough to where I could be just BS completely wrong. I would never admit that on the air to you if I am, maybe off the air. But <laughs> either way, McGregor, I thought, I thought he made him fight. And he brought entertainment. I'm more mad at Mayweather by boring me for the last 49 fights. And all of a sudden, he gave me one action pack. Now, not to beat a dead horse, but you still thought this fight was better than the Chico Corrales fight. Yeah, way more, way more entertaining. Cause, because it, it, it had the illusion of possibility to win versus that illusion was never there with the Chico Corrales fight. That was a pretty dominating factor after about four rounds. It was evident that Chico didn't have one punch that could have possibly landed the same. That's the difference. I understand from that aspect. I understand from that aspect. Of course, after four rounds, once Mayweather gets to figure you out, but once you see the whole premise of McGregor, the whole, Corrales, the whole, break this ball, Jameson, on you. Right the now. whole McGregor person. The whole McGregor. Shot, I don't have one. We get drank from the bottle, just like uh, just like he used to do. Oh yeah, man. Also, give a shout out to my man's Dennis over here, man. We don't just got one pretty smile. We got two pretty smiles two behind the mic right here. But go ahead, look at you. Should see this dude cheesing so hard, man. Hey. Now, now when we do start going Facebook Live, this is going to be a person who's going to be all up in your face now. I'm because, all up in here already. Yeah, exactly, man. He likes hearing himself speak, so he loves looking at himself better. So, so congratulations on a new venture. But at Thank the same you. time, the whole the whole mystique of McGregor winning the fight was his power. And after the first three rounds, you saw that his power was ineffective and he was wearing down he after that. He learned really so. fast, man. He was going to have to choose between power and speed. 
when you get in that ring. And, and, yeah. And you can't, because you don't get both. You, you don't very ask Timothy Bradley. Very, very rarely, rarely. Very rarely. Do you very get both. rarely. So, but. You think Mayweather broke his hands in that fight? Nah, but I. Uh, I, I bet you. I bro- bet you. I bet you that right hand was sore. Hey, it could have been sore. Could have been throbbing, man. Hey, I've been. I've done right. a few rounds, and my hands was yeah. on fire just from being wrapped well, up. Well, he had brittle hands though, so I, I bet you wouldn't. I bet you the punch, the, those punches that were landing on the top and the side of uh, McGregor's head before they called it. Yeah. I bet you those ones cracked a little bit. No, and uh, also, um, I heard that uh, McGregor was on. Uh, I was reading that McGregor was on. Uh, Concussion protocol after that, like he had to be looked up by a doctor. Actually, why yeah. is every fighter not on concussion protocol after a fight? Well, I, when's the last time you've heard that from a, a Mayweather opponent? That's true. When you got he knocked he not TKO'd he knocked out supposedly Victor Ortiz and then he said he couldn't and Victor Ortiz came off and said that he couldn't crack an egg with his punches. Victor Ortiz was had a concussion too. He had to. He had to, because Victor Ortiz caught it flush. He caught it flush. He but caught it I don't flush think, with a smile, like not even bracing for well, it. Well, the Victor you know Ortiz fight, I still am convinced that he could have got up, but he didn't want it because he knew where the fight was going. That's why he was doing the way. That's why he fought the way he did with the headbutts. No, I, I man, I'm disappointed in that fight. Very disappointed in that fight. Man, what did you What did you expect? That was that was almost that was one of his. Mayweather's best performances as far as being dominant from the opening gate. Man, there was, about, there was no... No, that was one of his best performances as far as 24-7. Because they sold me on that stuff. I actually thought Victor Ortiz had a chance. The De La Hoya got to, got to you? De oh, yeah. La Hoya, he was like, oh, man, yeah. come on, man, you got it. Yeah. You got... Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he had he me on that one. He had me on that one. Anything to go against the black guy, man, you're all for. Get yeah. you. Usually. I usually like going after their women. But, <laughs> May Mac, was that good or bad for boxing? It was good for boxing. Great for boxing. It was great. I, I mean, it I lived. It, it lived up to the hype. It lived it up the to the hype. Version possible for according to the words of Max Kellerman, it was a good, the best version possible of it. It. it was. That is great. Yeah, great version po- uh, possible for it. I don't believe that any true boxing fan was a fan of it, which Ooh. you honestly couldn't, because I couldn't stomach it. But at the same time, for what I it is, just trying to just yeah, in in. And looking at it from the perspective of the masses, mm-hmm. yes, it was the best version possible. So, yeah, and see me, I'm a kind of guy. I just want to see a good fight. I want to see a good brawl. Whether it's in, I was watching. I watched the It Man trilogy over these last couple of days. You know what I'm saying? IPN, uh, yeah, Netflix and stuff. I watched the one with Mike Tyson in it because I like a good fight. I like to see some good action-packed brawls. Whether it's in a movie, preferably in the ring, wherever, or even if it's like in the cage or octagon. I love watching a good fight. And that's what I got out of it. It was a good fight to watch. It was good and entertaining. Whether McGregor made him fight that way or whether Gayweather decided to fight like that, who knows? You know what the best thing about that fight is? Hmm. It's, it's over. over. Yeah. See, man, look at that. Man, look at that. <laughs> look at that. How we just... Yes, it is over. We have Superfly. We have the Superfly weekend coming up, and then we're going to get into it where we're at next weekend where we have possibly a fight of the year candidate. So this is officially the last time. We're going to talk about May and Mac, right? Unless there's new information that comes out that's going to be covered. A sex tape or something else, right? Honestly, I would like to see... How, how would you feel like a sex tape out with like Mayweather McGregor and like Carrie Champion in the middle? Why would you even say something like that? That is, she they would is a, have to die. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> she, she is a saint. Oh, don't, you ever, don't you ever <laughs> disrespect her. Uh, I think, Carrie, I, think, I love you. Before we finish out on this one, man, I think, it was, I think it was great for boxing, and I think it reminded everybody that boxing was never dead. Yeah, never boxing dead. was never dead. Um, I never actually, dead. 
there was a person that I got into. I forgot his name. Uh, I got in, not even get into it. We just went over the whole uh, boxing versus MMA on our Facebook, on our Facebook.com. Facebook.com forward slash square circle one on one. We just went back and forth and talked about the dynamics of boxing MMA. And was it's that, one uh, of those. BJ Vigiloni? Yeah. That's correct. my dad's friend. Be careful. He used to break arms and knees for a living. Oh, for real? Yeah. He's a tough guy, man. Yeah. He uh, had like two heart attacks. After the second heart attack was when he drove to the hospital. Oh, so he's a savage. He's I like a him all. I like he's him already. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm still going to stand by it. One of the things is once we get into the back and forth, I don't like typing anymore. I I'd rather just talk. There. I'd rather just talk I about it. I should have so. gave you a warning on that one. He may but be you coming didn't. for you. Huh? <laughs> he may be coming hey, for man, you. Come on, man. Um, I, don't, I don't know if my dad can talk him down, but this is a guy <laughs> that uh, I, don't, I wouldn't want coming for me. But yeah, I still say, I still, I still so, stand. Quick story, check out. On my way from, when I moved from Las Vegas to Washington, I drove all the way up. I stopped in Reno. This guy, BJ Vigiloni, he, he pays for my room at the, at, the, at the Paddle Wheel Casino, right? He gives me a nice big uh, penthouse suite. So if you picture it, it's got the hot tub in there, the bed in there. Mm-hmm. And I, remember, I remember light rolling up, smoking a blunt. I watched Blade 2. After I watched Blade 2, I go downstairs to the bar. I'm playing, and I meet this chick at the bar, this Colombian chick, and I'm like, yo, hey. Thanks to that man who paid for the room. Just so you know, there's a little story for you. So he's you a got a guy. cheap hooker. You got a, no, she worked at the bar. It was free. Oh, okay, all right then. I paid hey. for my drinks. We okay, all right then. But well, congratulations. <laughs> well, you, BJ, man, it was good chopping it up with you, man. MMA still doesn't. It's still, second. it's still secondary to still second apart. Yeah, but well, the uh, great. proved it this weekend. So Antonio Margachito was back on. The fights this past weekend, he fought Carson Jones. So why is this man still boxing? Well, obviously only in Mexico is going to prove him. I have no idea. I think because he has nothing else to do, and I don't think the fact he, that he's, he's going to fight actually, anybody dangerous. He actually believes he's he's going to be able to get a third fight with Cotto before Cotto retires. He actually believes that. He's Honestly, insane. if I'm Cotto, if I'm Cotto at the I, yes. Yeah, I'd like literally, like literally, one Ernesto one, Resto. Yeah. I would sit here and literally kill him in the ring. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, right? that's how you that's how you go out, and that's how you really avenge that because you guys are still split, but at the same time. Dude, I was reading articles that he was beaten, bloodied, and still got the win because it was stopped on the cut. His uh, surgically repaired eye that didn't heal apparently. So I'm looking for. Well, I'm not looking forward to. It. I need him to sit, have a seat because you're kind of done. And then the thing done. is, old news. Old he's been, he's been, news. he's been part of a lot of big fights. But at the same time, is you know he's probably most famous for the cat, the him beating Cotto the first time, and then also getting slaughtered by Sugar Shane Mosley. So shout out to Brother Nassim for catching that against us, and Sugar Shane for putting that beat down on him. Yes, sir. So. Who else we have? Next up, uh, Anthony Joshua versus Kubrat Pulev is officially announced. Kubrat Pulev, no slouch. No slouch at all, sir. Hold on. He's going to be a tough one for him. How do you feel about that? I don't. I think Andy jo- Anthony Joshua will kill this guy again. Anthony Joshua still 19-0, 19 knockouts. And then uh, even though Kub- um, Kubrat Pulev, he's 25-1. He has 13 knocking about his one loss to uh, Klitschko. Of course. So that's the reason. That's the reason alone. So you got KO. You got KO'd by Klitschko, who just got KO'd by Anthony Joshua. Joshua. Now I'm a little heated, man, because at your boy Leo Santa Cruz, I was led to believe 
that Leo Santa Cruz upcoming matchup was against Abner Mares, and it was not. They're just fighting on the same dang damn car. Well, I mean, think about what's happening this weekend, man. We have so many other matches that we've been trying to what see. What about the yeah. gentleman's handshake to fight the third fight in Ireland? The, well, I already said that. Even though I had Santa Cruz picking, uh, picked him to win the first two fights, he only won the second fight. Uh, and it, he should have been he should have been in Ireland fighting yeah. against. Yeah. Um, do you think this decision right here, or something like this, do you think this is mostly against Carl Frampton? It's got to bother him, right? It has to. Right? It has to bother him. It's just like, it's a gentleman, it's like one of those honor things, man. Mm-hmm. I gave we, you two I fights in you, Vegas. Yeah. Two fights in Vegas. And then you just promised me one in Ireland, and we didn't We didn't get it. So We need to make that happen, then, right? Uh, honestly, it, it could have taken a lot out of uh, Santa Cruz. I thought Santa Cruz fought the second fight uh, very well. Way smarter. Way smarter way than smarter. he did against Carl Frampton. Carl Frampton was, but at the was same time, bad, such a bad decision to think he's going to get the same Leo Santa Cruz. Think about all these fights that, you know, had trilogies, you know, whether it's the Ali and um, Mickey Ward, you know, well, the Mickey Ward, Torgotti, the um, Ali versus uh, Mike Alvarado, Joe Frazier, and all these kind of yeah. stuff like that. That's a lot. Pacquiao, Pacquiao, Marquez, like you know, when you go when you go into those men, that stuff is tiring. Even when you think about fighting somebody, it was like, man, do you know it what it's going to take? It takes a lot out of you. So if if that's what Santa Cruz, if that's what Santa Cruz is thinking, time to hide. I'm under. I understand it, but at the same time, man, this is the fight game, and you know what you got into, man. Honor your bet, honor what you're supposed to do, and go out there and fight this man in Ireland, man. That's Just right. fight the same way you did fight in the second fight, and I thought you'd be all right, and I think you'd be all right. Because right now he's he's on track for a 2018 clash against Abner Mars. That's what it looks like. This is gonna be his last fight, 2017, and I don't think he's gonna fight a third fight with Carl Frampton. I don't think he wants it, honestly. Kid Chocolate. Your man's coming back. Uh, Kid Chocolate, um, Peter Quillen. Thank you for giving us a shout-out last year on uh, Square Circle 101. We appreciate you. Actually, shout-out to D'Lo uh, for being able to get that in uh, in effect. Appreciate so, it. his, uh, Where you been, man? His, um, How you been? Something <laughs> about Kid Chocolate. How you been, man? I, I, I heard from you a minute, obviously. It's been a year since you said what's up to us. Literally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't a year because he said what's up to us. At the, the Danny Garcia fight with uh, Keith Thurman. So yeah, that was so earlier this, this is, year. So it's almost been two years. Really? Yeah. You He got knocked out by TKO by Daniel Jacobs wow. in December 5th, 2015. Wow. Wow. Where you, you know, been, man? You know what? Those one Are losses. Are you all right, man? Hey, so I put up um I put up a video on our Facebook page or whatever, and there's actually been a couple that's been floating around uh, at a few different places about everybody getting their first loss, mm. and, and and so it's <laughs> it's gotta hurt. It's gotta hurt. It's, gotta it's just like the first heartbreak. It's, gotta hurt it's just like you never really get over it. You're never gonna really get over it. So so it's after being TKO'd by Daniel Jacobs, and that was the one where in my my head picked Daniel Jacobs, but my heart, my heart uh, picked Kid Chocolate because I really chocolate. liked him. I really did, and he I got Molly. He got by the, well, no, he well, he got Molly Wobbed by a way bigger Daniel Jacobs. Yeah. So Daniel Jacobs is becoming the man nobody wants to fight. And doesn't uh, that suck? It's just like because and, and, and because of a loss to Triple G. It's just like, hey, oh man, this dude is this too, dude is serious, it's man. Too and then because. And what Bro. makes it terrible is he's not 
a superstar. Do like, not he's give like, him a he's chance like, against he's like, like that. Canelo. No, for, and I'll give him that chance. What's funny is I would actually give Daniel Jacobs a better chance of being Canelo than I would Triple G being Canelo. Wow, I would too. I see your point on that. One. Yeah, and, you know, styles make fights. Mm-hmm. And then if... The way he fought Triple G was genius. Yeah, it really it If really he would have gotten knocked down, he would have won the fight. Easy. Because it was a close fight. Yeah, and then the thing is, Canelo stands a little bit more flat-footed than Triple G does, too. So that's going to make an easier target for somebody like Daniel Jacobs, man. So, Kid Chocolate returns, man. Do you feel good about hearing your boy come back a little bit? It depends on who he's fighting. It still has to be announced. He's <laughs> fighting Joe Ish the Ragman, you know what I'm saying? Another, uh... Tijuana Taxi Driver. You know I was actually going to say Tijuana Jackson. Tijuana Jackson, no, no, no. Pulling him out the crowd. Not a life coach. So let's get into September 8th is a PBC card that has a historic headline on there. The first fight on that card is going to be Jaleon Love. And then so the thing is... Versus Abraham Rons. So I was looking at... Uh, Abraham Rons? Yeah. I was looking at him. This actually could be a hard-fought fight for Jaleon Love. I still think he has what it takes to get him uh, get him out of there. But Abraham Han is uh 26 and 3 coming into this fight. There wasn't a whole bunch of film on here, but this is a tough guy that stands in the pocket. What's his record? 26 and 3. Okay, okay. 26 and 3 with 16 knockouts. He doesn't have Sergio Mora. He has a Sergio Mora split decision loss and a Fernando Guerrero split decision loss. Decent and, names? Yeah, so Glenn Tapia and then okay. he quit on the stool versus Glenn Tapia. Okay. So Glenn Tapia, cornered, that yeah. was when Glenn Tapia was on the rise. Um, yeah, this was 2013. When was the last time Jay Leon Love fought? It's been a minute, right? It had to be on one of the Mayweather cards, I think. Oh, no, I don't think it was on a Mayweather card, but uh, let me see. September last year, uh, Deshaun Johnson. Wow. TKO. It's been a minute. Who's his one loss to? A Rogelio Medina, who we've actually covered a few yeah, times in here. So, and that was one of those he just got outworked because yeah, Rogelio Medina, as of right now, he's thirty-eight and eight with thirty-two knockouts, yeah. man. So he's he Rogelio Medina. He just he's fight. the um he's the guy who just got knocked out earlier this year by David uh, Benavides. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. Yep. So that's, got, he got hit with the six punch combo. The six punch combo to end, to end it. So Whew, that was a highlight reel right there. Ah, talk, the gift you wish was it you. Right? That's exactly what that happened. Now, so this should be a win for Jaleon Love. He should be able to be smart, get a good, decent win over this guy, against a guy who doesn't have a padded record, and look good doing it, because I want to see more I want to see more action out of this out of this gay weather camp, out of the TMT, out of the funny team, man, because they need to they need to start making moves instead of having certain fighters fight once a year. What do you do with Mickey Bay, by the way? Is he done or what? What's up with Mickey Bay? He's supposed to fight last weekend. Man, you talk. You, you talk I don't know, man. I'm in you the same boat as you, man. I, I have no idea. Right here. So Caleb. one of our one of our favorite up and comers, man, Caleb Sweet Hands Sweet Plant. Sweet Hands Plant. So I uh like this guy. I like this guy. I right? like this so, guy a lot. 168 super middleweight uh, Orthodox fighter, 15 and 0, 10 knockouts. All the brothers call him Sweet Hands, man, because he really is a pure boxer with power. So I'm, mm. I'm really liking this. Um, Good. He, Alan Campa is the guy he's fighting against. 16, 16 and three. three with eleven knockouts. Any names on Campa's resume? Jesse Hart. Okay. He uh, Jesse Hart ended up like smoking this guy uh, earlier this year. 
So for the WBO, NABO, super middleweight title, I was actually watching a little bit of the highlights from that, though. Okay. So, yes, and then he uh, got mollywopped again by uh, Sergei Derevichenko, who, who was 4-0 with four knockouts at, at that time. time. So okay. it's, I mean, that's understand that's understandable. And then so uh, Jose Pinzon. So this should be the last fight for Caleb. Before we start seeing him in there with some good opposition, I assume, right? I think this is time to start stepping him up. This is uh, this is always take a look at uh, people's losses and who they lost to and how they lost. Caleb Plant has good power. He's a boxer puncher, is what mm-hmm. we call him, but he doesn't have that knockout power like Sergey Derevchenko does. And so when Alan Campos walking in there and he says, "I can sit there and box and I can take a punch from a lot of guys." That's going to give him a little bit more confidence. So Alan Camp is still going to be, I think, dangerous. But yeah. I, I don't think it's nothing that uh, Caleb Plant can't uh, take over. So Caleb Plant, he's fighting 154 pounds. Is that correct? 168. 168. So yeah. he's, oh, he's a su- okay. super middleweight. Super middleweight. Yep. So let's go to 168 real quick. Who do we want to see him go next? Because I assume he should be able to get this win on Campa. He should be able to get this win pretty solid. But what's next for him? Do we? I think we need to start moving this boy up. So... I'm just going to give you some names. Once again, you can find all of this information in the Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iTunes. Download it, baby. So as of right now, let me double check because we got a couple of things on here. We got Caleb Plant ranked 11th for the IBA, Ooh. for the IBF super middleweight title. Ooh. And that looks like that's the only one that he is. That looks like his. That's the only one where he's actually ranked in the top fifteen. But at the same time, uh, we got a Jesse Hart who's ranked number one in I in uh, WBO. Okay. We were just talking okay. about Jay Leon Love, Callum Ooh. Smith, Anthony Durrell, David Benavidez, Chris Eubank Jr., Ooh. George Groves, Dame, James DeGaulle. These are all title holders. Um, okay, okay. Jose Uskazagi. Ooh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, no. So that that actually probably would be because. I think you know, Usk got Kazaki. Don't he have to have a rematch coming up or something? Andre Durrell, that guy who. Uh, yep, that is true. Out, right? That that is true. Yes, he does. Yeah, because uh, they had that confrontation at the end where he knock out after yeah, the bell. Knock out after the bell. He face planted after the bell. Yeah. And then, then Durrell didn't get up. So, yeah, you got you got a whole bunch of you got a whole bunch of people in there that he could easily go against. So I'm. He is going to have to step up into this. So the fact that he's ranked 11th. Now, you notice there, 168, right there in the WBC, what's that say for Who's the title holder? Vacant. Who's vacant? Never heard of this guy. No, because the, the, the champ will be decided on the next bout. That's David Benavidez versus Ron Gavriel. So, David Benavidez, who is another guy that we covered. who has We like just talked about his impressive six-punch combo he put on Rogelio Medina. It was devastating. We put it on the site, facebook.com, forward slash square circle 101. If you search six-punch combo, you will find David Benavidez and his combo he put on Medina. Now, Ron Gavriel. Gavriel? Gavriel, right? Cuban? Gavriel. Let's see. What is he? Mexican or Cuban? What is he? He's He's Romania. He's from Romania. Yep. He's a terrorist. God, that's that soon. You just is, is it, as soon as I say he's from Romania, just he's a terrorist. Eighteen and one, fourteen knockouts. Nice. And so we got David Benavidez, who's eighteen and zero, with seventeen knockouts. I like David Benavidez because he is one of he's another boxer puncher. Oh yeah, this should uh, be really a good quick, win. Gr- 
quick hands too, so I I, I don't now, think there's I anything he's that supposed to be. This is possibly the first chance for a Mexican to win at 168 pounds for the world title. I didn't know they made Mexicans that big. Yeah, apparently. Well, what they the way they develop them is they usually stop right about 160. Every now and then one might slip into 168, but if not, they only make them for heavyweights after that. There's no in-between. There's no light heavyweights or cruiserweights or nothing like that. It's just straight heavyweights. Mm. Like my man, uh, the nightmare, Chris Ariola. Chris Ariola. <laughs> now, David Benavidez, I'm glad to see he's back in work because his... Up-and-comer. Uh, yeah, up-and-comer. Last fight four months ago, just like we talked about Rogelio Medina, so... Put the six-punch combo on him. Quick, it was fast hand. So, I'm really... Devastating. I'm glad that we're finally getting into this. I feel like everything was just waiting for this Mayweather McGregor thing to end, mm-hmm. and now everything is coming out. So I'm like, I'm glad, and how everything is unfolded now because we're we're about to get into the meat of the rest of the year, where it always seems Jimmy like Walker, it always seems like the fourth quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from September on, those are the best Christmas presents, man. So we the got best a lot Christmas of great- present looks like it's gonna be lined up on December 9th. Which is Lomachenko and Rickendow. For us, man. For us. I, for us, I think that's gonna be. I don't need a present, Santa. That's <laughs> yeah. it. I think that Rickendow chocolate. I think the the, cho- the Lomachenko Rickendow fight is probably gonna be my second favorite one, or my third favorite. Looking forward to this year because we already had the we already had the Andre Ward versus Sergey Kovalev, and then we're gonna have next weekend we're gonna have Canelo Canelo Alvarez for Triple G, and this is the one where we're gonna see that you know the pound for pound ranking could get shook shook up. Yeah, because we'll talk more about that one next week because if a KO on either side of those guys will skyrocket. It has to up that list. It has to. It will. So David Benavidez, this is a guy. We should. Does anybody disagree here that he's not going to get the win? Anybody? No. Anybody in this? I room? mean, at all. Um, Ronald Gavril, I want to give him a puncher's chance, which he has. He only has one loss. Doesn't have an impressive record, but at the same time, is. I've seen him fight. He's pretty good. He's all right. Wham. So, World Boxing Super Series kicks off this weekend. Also. With Alexander Usyk and Marco Huck. Now, interesting, interesting thing they implemented into the rules for this World of Boxing Super Series is that no fights will end in a draw. So, and what so how, are they, done, how are they doing that? They're going to have a fourth judge. Three judges go to the cards. If the fight goes to a draw, the fourth judge will be the deciding factor. Why? You know what? We live in the day and age. 2017. Where, why? <laughs> how is this just now happening? 2017. This is insane. If anybody knows, you can get virtual reality I, porn, but we can't get a fourth judge. judge to prevent draws and a lot of animosity towards a lot of people. Now, draws I feel are to sell tickets and to protect fighters. That that's how I, feel. I say sell tickets is because you say a draw, there has to be a rematch. Um, Pacquiao Marquez first fight mm-hmm. you know Pacquiao knocked him down three times and it ended in a draw so and then that's what sets up the beginning of your trilogy or four punch well, or, to, or to protect or to protect a fighter you may not like a Mayweather but the lady who had it who had the card of a draw on versus Canelo. him and Kenel Alvarez is it, that's the shut that, yeah, yeah. you know so this is this is what needed to be done 
a long time ago. Now, only thing is, I thought about it is, what if that fourth judge has it as a draw? <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it's like. Uh, I didn't think about that one. They're probably going to look at him like, you know why you're here, right? You know what your job is. Yeah. You cannot score it as a draw. At all. I don't think they thought about that one, but. Nah, you nah. can't, you can't, you know, or even if you just have, even if you just had the three judges, you have it 2-1. You don't, you don't reckon it as a 10-9, just have it as 2-1, add that up at the end. And then if there's a knockdown, because a knockdown is usually what makes the points, mm. that was usually what makes the point, or add a 13th round. Yeah. I'm down with thirteenth round. At a thirteenth round, I'm they used to do fit. They used to do fifteen back in the days. What's now, wrong with see, 13? we would have we would have to dig. We well, there's an unlucky number in the floor. So I know you can't have those in the elevators. Hey, but it, I now it's Italian good luck number. Now thirteenth floor exists. It exists. Just anyway, no, but no, you're you're more of the boxing historian than I am. So the fifteenth round, how many draws? Like when they had that, and so the heavyweights was running, and they had more fights that went fifteen rounds. How were there a lot of draws back in the day? Still, there couldn't have been. Not no, not nearly as many because a lot of those fights would end well before fifteen rounds. Well before fifteen. Or, I'm just talking about once. I'm just talking about once they lot. got to the fifteenth round. Well, one thing that you experienced more when they had fifteen round fights was a lot of there was more late knockouts than there are nowadays. Probably exhaustion because of exhaustion, and also back fifteen round fights was when you fought the same day as the weigh in, bro. You weren't going 15 rounds because you struggled so hard and killed yourself to get down to that weight. You were going 15 rounds regardless. Regardless. So, But also, it took a man dying in the ring, Ray Boo Boo Mancini killing Dooku Kim, in order for them to eliminate the 15 rounds as a fight. So, I don't want to sound like a prick, but that was but only you one guy. You speak. <laughs> that was one guy, man. Come on. We all got to suffer and not have another 15 rounds because no. a guy died. That was the first we talked about. <laughs> that's all that, that that's was. All pay, that's all paper that we can actually account for. That was the first we talked about. And also, Ray Boo Boo Mancini was a young, up-and-coming fighter at the time with a lot of attention. Hungry. Hungry. And the last thing you want to do for the sport is shun this one guy and not be able to find a way to bring him back up into life and keep him fighting too. What year was that, you know? I want to say, I'm going to guess, and uh, I'm using my psychic ability, I'm going to say 83 or 83 or 85. Let's look that up. Ray Boo Boo Bansini. Met him three or four or five times, actually. Versus, just put Ray Boo Boo Bansini kills a man. Let's see. Just put kills man. Well, I just saw the put infamous the fight. Is it tells the story. Hold on. What was the guy's name? Dooku Kim, right? Yep, Dooku Kim. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, November thirteenth, nineteen eighty two. Ooh, I was close, close. Not too uh, so nineteen eighty two, because I was thinking about, I was thinking about the. You I know, said eighty two is my first Frasers. answer, right? Could have been. I said eighty three or eighty five. I usually so I ignore you back. once you start talking. So. Now, let's talk about Superfly, Super Duper Fly, Superfly. Super duper fly. I'm your mother, I'm your daddy, I'm the in the alley. I'm the doctor when you need. Have some coke, have some weed. Anyway, that's a uh, Curtis Mayfield for you young I'm cats, man. man. I'm your pusher, man. Love it. Love it. You know, I think I was born in the wrong generation. 
We both were. I, I should have been in my early 20s in the 70s, man. Yes. I thought the women looked better. I thought yes. the cars were better. I thought the music yes. was better. I thought the clothes were better. Pre, uh, it was uh, post-Coke, ba- pre-AIDS. Ba- back when heroin and Coke was fashionable. Hey, right, <laughs> before, right before AIDS hit, bro, back when it was okay to do cocaine and sleep with as many mm-hmm. women as you want before AIDS hit. Now, I can already see my, t- my, I got a polyester shirt and my taco meat and hanging out with a couple with a couple of chains out there, my pork chop sideburns. My taco hey, I, hey, man, I, I fantasized about that. I was like, man, I would have killed him back in the Bill day. Bill Bottoms. But, man, hey, what's up, Cat Daddy? How you what, doing, what baby? What you doing, baby? Yeah, the, hey, no, man, I'm telling you. You watched the douche yet? No, I have not. I, I will. Produce, produce, producer of The Wire. Yes, I watched the first five minutes. I already loved it. I'm going to go back and watch it today. Yeah, when I have the time to sit down, because uh, I just put somebody onto The Wire, so I'm going through that right now uh, okay. for the 117th time of going through there. But well, I let's will talk be about on 118 pounds. I'm talking about super flyweights. I'm talking about this fight card coming up, which has been is crazy, because I don't think I've seen a fight card this stacked with this many small guys. It's. It's great, and it's also a little bit risky, pissing me off. Okay. Just for a simple fact that I think a lot of these, uh, I think a lot of these fights should have taken place with each other. You know, we got a couple of rematches, you know, but I, yeah, you know, we'll get into it. The, the second fight I'm going to talk about is one I feel sorry for the most, actually, or third fight, actually. You feel sorry for your mother? No, not at all. Let's talk about Brian Valora versus Miguel Cartagena. All the kids in the ghetto call me Don Cartagena. Have you heard of Brian Valoria? I heard of him. Have you seen a fight? I probably have, but I don't remember. He's okay. Miguel Cartagena. Let's talk about him. <laughs> Miguel. Let's see here. Let me bring him up. Miguel Cartagena. 15 and 3. So this Flyweight. Fight, this is uh, a filler. Six knockouts, knockouts. So this is a filler. This fight not, might not even be televised. And that's the reason why I didn't even really dive into it, because I didn't even think we were going to cover it. Thanks this for telling a, me right here This is a right chance for Brian Valoria to get his name back on TV. That's all this fight is. All right, we'll skip past this one because I want to talk about the monster invasion. What about, I mean, we got a little bit of time, so why, why would you say this is a chance for Brian Valoria to get back on the scene? This is because he's been on TV many a time. 37-5, 22 knockouts. 22 knockouts, 37-5. Just go through his resume. So see he's been in there, man. He's been in there with the best. I have seen him fight. The only reason why I know I've seen him fight before, don't necessarily remember it, but I remember the nickname, Hawaiian Punch. Now, he's the second with that nickname. Is the it? original, god damn it, I can't think of his name because me and my dad would just talk about this. Look up, just Google Hawaiian Punch real quick. Because the original you Hawaiian Punch. You want me to punch, Google Hawaiian Punch? What? <laughs> 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 Type boxer next to it because there's a story behind it. You're talking about a chick and talking about Google who, Squirt. There's a guy it's who like, owns a sandwich shop in Las Vegas who used to be the brother of the original fighter the, who was the first Hawaiian punch. My dad bet the guy and had an old article in the newspaper from his brother and gave it to him and got some free stuff. Your That's dad, the point of this story. You know what? How dare you ruin a memory? <laughs> you know what? Your dad, the stories of your dad kind of reminds me of like Tony Soprano. He just <laughs> sounds like he had his hand in everything. It's just like, my dad, my dad did this, my dad. You know what my dad said? Five crackheads from a burning building. That's a good man. He's <laughs> nah, but was it in uh, Harlem? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I, I can't. I can't with you though. So put the mic. Don't don't you take those headphones off. So no. Jimmy Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. So uh, Brian Valoria, he's a guy who fought Chocolatito two years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's almost two years. Uh, wow. Two years and a month. That's that's the reason why. So, little under two years. Now, the reason why Brian, Brian Valoria is on here as a safety net, because if he wins and looks good, 
Anybody else you see on that fight card, he's going to get matched up against on the next fight card. I guarantee it. Anybody I can, see I, can I can definitely see that. I right? can definitely see that. So now these next three fights, um, I really want to get into it because there One is... One of them is the invasion. So... Gazira. So this is the first time we're ever going to see televised Naeya. He's fighting Naeya, in the U.S. He's on this fight card. Inoue. He's going to be in, in California at the StubHub for this fight. Versus Antonio Nieves. Nieves. Antonio Nieves is no slouch, bro. He's not at all. He's, he's coming down gonna be, and waiting. He's, he's the naturally bigger guy. So that's one of the things now. We're going to find out how hard the monster really hits. Now, what did I always say about Sergey Kovalev and his nickname, The Crusher? You earn those nicknames. Yeah. just give it to you. Nieves, anyway, his nickname is, is The Monster. The Monster. So 13 and 0 with 11 knockouts. Now this was number one. This was the number one runner up for Chocolatito before Chocolatito lost uh, against Saran Vise his, his last fight. And then we actually looked him up. We're like, who is who is this guy? He's always been Beast. up there. He won his first title at his sixth fight. Sound like you got another Vasil Lomachenko in our hands, man. Possibly. Something like that. Possibly. But I'm uh. I'm excited about this. Um, this is honestly a pick 'em fight. I I want to say the championship experience versus uh, Naoya Inoue has, but at the same time, is he's fighting a bit. He's fighting a bigger man. Mm-hmm. He's fighting a bigger man. So who's 17 and one with nine knockouts, and who's a pure boxer? He's another pure boxer too. So they're putting Antonio Nieves in here with this guy. They're putting a bigger guy within because they want to see if he's made for TV. They want to know what the monster's all about. They want to know if he's real, is he a myth, or is he a legend. We've seen the highlights against the bums, or not bums, against, but against the class of opposition you face so far fighting out of Japan. This whole fight card right now, I can see them all on another fight card the same, like probably another six months again, like it's four, you know, four now to you six know what months I mean like when that. I talk about, what I say about. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Quit st- fidgeting, man. My strap, homie. <laughs> what, now you what, know what I mean when I, t- when I talk about Brian Valoria and, and the bigger picture because we're going to see him matched up against one of these guys on this fight card well I'm saying all these guys are still around the same weight class which is around 4 or 5 pounds within each other so are you excited to see the monster yeah Actually live. I'm, I'm actually excited to see him live because like highlights and videos is n- never going to be the same too. So especially is, once he's done the bright lights. This reminds me of lights. when uh, Triple G first came to the U.S. It was such a big deal. They're like, "Yo, Triple G's coming to the U.S. He's coming to the U.S. He, he knocked out um, Prosak, this uh, this uh, Polish fighter, face first, and then he's been on an onslaught ever since. So this is a chance for Naoya anyway to do the same by demolishing Antonio Nuevez. But he's going to have a tough task at hand against a tough big Mexican fighter compared to himself. Now, the guy who I think is getting F the most on this, Carlos, a.k.a. Bagney Quadras. <laughs> a.k.a. Bagney. A.k.a. Now, if you guys, Now, we don't, have to, we don't have to explain this to you guys if you guys are listening, if you're our older listeners, because you should have been here anyway. But Carlos Quadras, we talked about him when he first fought... Uh, He's kind of got a Chocolatito. Canelo look to him, you know, a little he bit does. of white boyish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he, uh, when he fought Chocolatito, Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez the first time, he had a lot of back knee. Severe just, back knee. Just and then severe. when he was on the last fight card with Triple G and Chocolatito, a lot of back knee then. So it was one of those things, it's like we don't ever insinuate, 
But at the same time, is when I think of back knee, I only think of one thing. I think steroids. Juice. Yep. So Not I think it's just. So we're gonna see. So we're gonna see this. His uh first. This is another guy that I thought got we thought we thought got hosed because he should have had the original. Uh, he should have had the original rematch with Chocolatito when he first lost him because that was a close fight. I actually picked him to win this fight. I actually picked him to win that Chocolatito uh, fight, and it was one of those pickums. It was one of those pickum fights. Mm -hmm. So I was wrong. It was a very good fight, though. It was. Great it fight. was a great fight. That's the reason why I was upset that it didn't happen. But of course, you know, Chocolatito goes on to fight Saren Vise and Ooh, then fun. loses. And then now he has another rematch for that. So, you know, you can always tell in boxing who were the money fighters in who they want to have and who keep they, and secure yeah. the belts. And one thing I love about seeing the Soren Visa with Chocolatito, because this one is spoiler things, but let's talk about Juan Francisco Estrada real quick. His, yeah. The fighter he's fighting against. What's his record? 35 and two with 25 knockouts. Ooh. So I was actually Ooh. looking at this. I, no, I was looking at this guy too. This oh, isn't going to be no walkthrough. This is, oh no. <laughs> no, this is going to be one of those guys. He's not going to, Carlos Quadras isn't going to just walk through. He's going to have a problem with this guy, I think. I still think he, I still think the better fighters are going to show up. I think Carlos Quadros can pull this out, but at the same time, is it's another pick 'em fight in my opinion. This, <laughs> this is a spoiler fight. This is a fight where I think they holding your man Quadros down. I don't think they want him to get a rematch with Chocolatito. I think they want him to get in there with a tough fight with Francisco Estrada. And when I say they, I'm talking about the powers of being boxing, because they want Chocolatito to beat Soren Bisson fight anyway, right away. They don't want to take no more chances of any more losses. They don't want to lose any more options or possibilities of having a classic throwdown, go down in California. But because if Carlos Quadras gets the lens, all that gets the loss. I mean, all that's going to do is put uh, Juan Francisco Estrada against Brian Valoria or Sword Visai if he loses the Chocolatito and push Quadras down the list farther. That's all it's going to do. That's all it's going to do. And then if Carlos Carlos Quadras gets to win, guess what? He's fighting Swan Visai probably if he loses. Or Brian Valoria. That's what's going to happen. Your man's going to get screwed. Nah, I think if Carlos Quadras pulls this up, and um, we'll talk about who's going to win. We'll talk about who's going to win next. But actually, I, I won't even bring that up until we get on to the next one. But either way, just like I said, it's no walkthrough. I'm excited to see all these. And you know what? The fact that I don't even have any really dogs in this fight, I don't care who wins none of these. None of them. I'm, I really no, just I want to see a good. Them, that's it. Which one do you want to see? Soren You want to see Soren Visay take it? We'll talk, let's go and talk about that because I think he is going to take it. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to take it. I think he's too big, too strong. So the powers that be in boxing, the Illuminati of boxing. I'm saying Chocolatito is going to win this because that's the reason why they set up a rematch so fast. I think they want the belt in Chocolatito's hands. In some, in some aspects of boxing, people still have him as a top five and top ten pound for pound. 115-113, so we're going to again. Same score. Exactly. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Now, I like Saren Vise because he was the kickboxer that we talked about coming into. So he has no problem taking power punches mm -hmm. to the face, to the head, and he has no problem being in you there with take the battle. You so. and elbows. Hey, What's your pity pat? So, What's your pity pat, putty tat punch is going to do? It's, it's just like I said with the Triple G Daniel Jacobs fight. The powers that be boxing itself, not saying it's corrupt, but it's a, it is a business. So I'm, I'm picking... I'm picking Chocolatito to take the belt back, man. Just for a simple fact of that. He ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna do it. Hear me out. If it, especially if it's close, especially if it's close, they're not gonna give it. They're not gonna give it to Sorenbise again. again. Okay. So I guarantee it. You're wrong. 
It's, it's you okay. learned last week you're wrong. You learned last week back. Look, man, I'm not. You know what? what I'm not do? having. I'm not having you f up my chi. You're what not. You I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and have so you. What? So what? you punch him in the lip and he look like Jimmy Walker. Why? I like good times, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not letting you get to me. I'm not letting you oh, get to you me no more. Oh, you got punched in the lip and you look like Jimmy Walker. <laughs> Jimmy Walker, Texas Ranger. That's you. No, I'm How excited. I like Chuck Norris joke. It was okay. They I added, thought you were. I thought they added you were. Carded, carving to Street Fighter, but every button was a roundhouse kick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I liked it, but when you're original, that's when I that's when I like them better, man. Okay. I just do the quotes. When you're original, you know, the, B- Walker, the BBC, the, B- the BBC probably still goes down in the Goat Hall of Fame as far as. For those who ain't heard that joke, <laughs> we'll say it one last time here before we go into the countdown. <laughs> I don't have the countdown on me, but we'll go into the next one here. But it was uh, a <laughs> what? <laughs> He's not British nor a journalist, but somehow offered a job by the BBC. <laughs> that was gold. still what? Still one of my favorites, man. Let's but, talk um, about what's going down in probably what fourteen days. No. Less than that? Nope, nope. A little so what, bit, seven yeah. minus three, ten days from now? Yeah, ten is, days. Is is the official, probably best fight of the entire year. Man, we're Canelo talking about... Canelo versus Triple We're talking, and then it's one of those things is like, I, me personally, I never like to get caught up in hype. I, I don't like hype. I don't like hype. I don't, I just think a lot of things are overrated, especially nowadays, so whether it's movies, whether it's music. This is the opposite of May Mac. I almost don't want this fight to come because then it's I'm, over. yeah. No, it's almost better talking about it because it's, then, then it's, it's going to be it's like, what's done. next? What's next? We're talking about a potential fight of the decade possibility. One of those things that it, it's. How do you not have a trilogy on this? I'm not going to be satisfied with the first fight unless it ends in death. Has to be a gladiator. Gladiator has to fall. Is this our generation's rumble in the jungle? It's got to be. It's got to be. It's honestly that no. Now it you. You're probably one of the best people I know, period, and when it comes to boxing, just off the top of the head on what you know. This would have to be, what other, what this would other have to be our generation's Gotti Ward. This is what it's got to be. Our generation's Gotti Ward, two, two upfront boxing brawling styles going at it. That's this, is one of those, this is one of those things. Because Rumble in the Jungle was more two iconic figures came together in a clash versus Gotti Ward was just... This tough guy. What? What? And this uh, tough guy. Tyson Holyfield, this the first one. Like, this like this tough guy and this tough guy. Nothing iconic about them. Well, no, you know what? I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe you're right because it was iconic with Ali and Frazier because that's smoking freaking Joe Frazier. And then there's Ali. That was the thrill of Manila. But I'm talking about as far as what. A rumble Where, and jungle that's uh, Foreman Ali, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So th- I'm talking about it is like where the hype is like what other fight is going to match the hype because even the Tyson Holyfield didn't match it just because of the ear biting or I just didn't like the way that, that was turned out. Those two guys out, in their prime. Ali, Here we go. Foreman was Ali's done. He's shot. He's done. Foreman, you fear this man. You fear this man. He's like he was like Clubber Lang. You have any words for the champ? Pain. That was George Foreman, bro. Before he got to the, before he started working with Paul Wall and Grills. You know what I'm saying? But even, but even your Gotti Ward, Ward, his, Ward shouldn't even been there. That was one tough guy, one tough guy that happened to be an exciting fight. Ward was in there, going to be slaughtered to the lambs. Yeah. And produced fuck, 
effing results. Excuse my French. No, you know it's all, I under, look, I completely understand. I don't, I don't, I want it to happen and I don't at the I same don't. time. I want to wait. It's, it's <laughs> a little bit longer. Just one more I've, week. Just give me one more week, please. This is, this is one of those, even talking about it now, we're, over, we're a little bit about 10 days away. This still gives me the. You watched the 24 7, right? Yeah, I did. How did you feel about it overall? Like, I got tears watching that, man. That's how I know how, that's something they're good when they make that stuff. I might have been a little buzzed, but still. Like, uh, when I see Canelo. When I, you know what? The 24 when he talked about his brother giving him the gloves for the first yeah. time, I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's, it's so beautiful. Oh my God. You know what? The 24 7 doesn't get me as much as all these boxing pages that we follow and the more research we do mm-hmm. where I'm seeing how these guys prepared. Uh, Canelo wants it, man. We'll, we'll get down and we'll break down Triple the dynamics. Triple G ain't taking it, it as no joke, He's bro. not taking it as no joke. Man. I like when they show Triple G in there at the gyms and he's like, who wants to spar four rounds? Nobody stepped up. Why Why would you? Like, I mean, just I'd to do go. It. Well, I got to know. I got to know. That's me. Personally, I'd be like, I will. Hey, and what's then, uh? I, I want to know what it's about. Hey, what did your man? What your man Shane Falco say in the replacements? Pain heals. Chick pain heals. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. Hey, I might have to go in there and go spar with him. Right. That's hey, what I'm for, saying. <laughs> that's because that's I'm no. The, seriously, the first thing you said, pain heals. So you're definitely gonna find out. So mm-hmm. it's just where. Canelo, Canelo's there. I think both of them are still in this spot where we both know how good they really are. But this is going to be... Because even with Canelo fighting Mayweather, this is really going to see who these guys are as a person. Now, these man. are two countries also where, as a fighter, you represent your country. They represent the country more than me and you represent America if we're out anywhere outside the U.S. They represent their countries bigger. Bigger than me and you could ever think of or imagine, Right? Because of poverty and economic standards that they live by or just their whole economic society and how everything is living, right? Yeah. So a guy like Canelo, 10 years old, bro, living in this house full of probably 20, 15, 10 Mexicans, however they live. You know what I'm saying? Being, he turned pro at 15 years old. So this goes into... This goes into... Uh, the quote that I had today, the the keys to victory. Your best teacher is your last mistake. One of my best friends, uh, Brandon Lewis, man, he's a guy that I grew up playing ball with, man. Sounds we like a failed it. actor. Nah, nah. He's he's probably still today my favorite local hooper just because me and him have had so many battles. Is he your nemesis? One on one, yeah. He's one. He's one of them because, like, honestly, I stay. I say I still probably got him like sixty forty as far, or maybe. Maybe what would 50, his answer be? He, the, the stats are the stats. We probably could argue, but I say 55, 55-45%. <laughs> I, I think I'm up. the same thing. Probably, probably, <laughs> and that's the type of guy they were. And then was whenever the we play... Did we met at the ball the one Yeah, time? that's the guy that okay, we met okay, at the ball. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so he's one of those guys where whenever I played him, whoever made the fewest mistakes won. That's and then so, and that's what, and that's what it's going to come to to this fight. Whoever makes the fewest mistakes, I think, is going to win. Yep. Whoever has a game plan, they stick to it. They're sharp, and they're, Triple G's going to have to take him out of his game plan. He's got to make him brawl. He's going to have to make him brawl. How would you feel though if I told you like, "Yo, I'm going to beat you like a black dude"? Would that make you upset? 
I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to take that. Like, real, I, like I don't. Well, that was the best you, scenario or example are I can give. <laughs> are you are you gonna beat me like I'm the black dude, or are you gonna beat me like you're the black? I mean, dude? I'm gonna beat you down, and be like, yeah, 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 every single time, every punch, <laughs> if that's how hey. it works. But that's what Triple G told Canelo was, I'm gonna fight you like a Mexican and beat you in Mexican style. How would you feel if you were Canelo? Like, what? Well, at the same time, man, like to? when it comes like. We all we all agree racism racism has its place, and it's funny. It is it's funny, funny sometimes, hell. man. Depending on depending on how you go. If you should tell it the right way, if you it's hilarious. No, in real talk, it is. Now, at the same time, is when you say Mexican style in boxing, man, that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. For right? more times more times than not, that's going to be a compliment. That's Mexican style. That's that's. that's I'm tough. I'm standing in this pocket, and I'm not going and down easy. You got to so kill you, me. That, and then so that's a, so yeah. If he said that, then. Well, it can't be an insult. It's just like you're going to out Mexican the Mexican. So, I mean, that is kind of a slap in the face. Because Canelo's going to have to be the boxer in this fight. So, mm-hmm. we're going to talk more about this next week when we get into more of the countdown because we're closer and closer to finding out middleweight supremacy. We might, we might have to spend 30. I might, I might actually study up on this, man, and take a I solid think I'm 30 have to minutes. Because I'm, as of right now, I'm 50 50. I don't know who's going to win. And I reserve the right to make my decision next week. So you're indecisive like the woman you usually are. Yeah, whatever. I get him in bed. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. You know what I'm saying? But let's talk about winning and how do we win, baby? What's the keys to victory? Just like I just hey, said. Your play best, your teacher in bed, but what's the rest of it? <laughs> your best teacher is your last mistake. Your best now, stripper is your last mistake. <laughs> now, so when I came in, after I walked off the show, I came in and I heard you wrap it up and I heard you butcher. <laughs> I heard you butcher the keys to victory right at the very end, man. I started dying laughing, man. Like, man, I, you guys, all y'all listening, man. I hate this guy a lot of the times more than not, man, but I still love him in the that's same way, man. So that's, that's my, my man. man's in them. All right, what's so, keys to victory one more time? I won't man, break your, I swear. Your best, your best teacher is your last mistake. Make sure you hit us up on facebook.com forward slash squared circle 101 or on Instagram at squared circle little 101. We'll talk a little smack on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. We need to be trolled. We need some feedback. Just don't send me no D pics. And we're yeah. good. And also, man, you guys may catch us almost everywhere, man. What Twitter, Instagram, Everything. and also uh, Snapchat. I'm on shooter underscore SC101. You can definitely find me out there out in these streets. You can hit me around. up on Instagram at SunnyLMDSC101 or find me on Facebook at Sunny Iliano. I'm there. You know how to get a hold of me, baby. There's only one Sunny LMD, so don't get it twisted. There's only one shooter, the American sniper, so don't get it twisted. You will find us every Thursday right here, baby. Don't forget to download that. Cheap!